Thanks, Sarah Jane. I know that's not easy to get up there and to read uh, scripture in front of the whole church, so thank you for doing that for us this morning. Do I have a presentation here? All right, be a blessing. So malls are very busy places. Who here knows that to be true? Yeah? Especially at Christmas time. Am I right? So malls seem to uh, fill up at Christmas time. And so this past Christmas, I, I, I tend to stay away from that experience. I'm not a huge fan of going to busy malls with lots and lots of people who are trying to get all their Christmas shopping done. Except for this, this time, this Christmas, I ended up walking into a mall in Hamilton, Jackson Square Mall, with uh, five or six other pastors and church leaders from Hamilton, and we were given a challenge. We were given a challenge by a a leader of a group that I'm a part of with these other people. And and what we do as a group is we try to understand and learn more about what it means to follow Jesus in our everyday lives. And so we walked into Jackson Square Mall, and we were given a challenge. Our leader said to us, I want you— to make yourself available to God, and to be a blessing to somebody else. And so when I learned about your theme for this year, as be a blessing, this story instantly popped into my mind. Because that's what you've been talking about all year. What does it mean to be a blessing? And as I found myself with this challenge at Jackson Square at Christmas time in this very busy place, I found myself wrestling with what does it actually mean to be a blessing? Because it can be a hard thing to kind of nail down. Blessing is a word that gets talked about in our culture in a lot of different ways. Have you noticed that? Oftentimes, people will think of it as the good things that happen to you. Popular culture uh, will talk about, you know, if there's a big sports victory, then the people who win will say that they have been blessed. There is a hashtag that goes around on on social media or Instagram or Twitter. Whenever something good happens to you, you hashtag blessed. But this isn't exactly what the Bible means when it talks about blessing. And I learned about that this week as I did some digging. What does this word actually mean? What does it mean to be blessed and to be a blessing? And do you know what it means? To be blessed, part of what it means is to add strength to somebody else's arm. Way back when the Bible was written in the original language, the word that they used for blessing meant to add strength. And so the image that I thought of in my mind was, and I don't know if you've ever had this before, but of an arm wrestle. Has anyone here done an arm wrestle before? Probably about 75% of us have. How many of you have seen an arm wrestle before? The other 25%. Good. So everyone here knows what I'm talking about. And so, but when there's an arm wrestle, generally what happens is a crowd gathers around. It's a pretty exciting event to witness an arm wrestle because there's going to be one winner and one loser. And so what happens is there's a crowd that gathers around each participant. 
right? And the, the, the crowd could be friends, it could be, you know, who, whoever the, the, is passing by and is watching or whatever, and, and, and the crowd begins to cheer. You know, go, you got this, you're strong, you can beat this person. And the other side is saying, no, you are stronger, you can do it, just try a little harder. What are these people doing? They're trying to encourage, using their words, will the person that they're cheering for to, to have a little bit extra strength to be able to win the arm wrestle. They're trying to, through their words, add strength to another person's arm. Isn't it interesting that that's kind of what it means to be a blessing? You know, sometimes I wonder if this is what Abram had in mind when, when God came to him and made this incredible promise to him. God said that he wanted to bless him. He wanted to make him into a great nation. He wanted to make his name great and that all the nations in the entire world would be blessed through him. That is an if you think about it, that is an amazing promise. I don't know about you, but if, if God came to me and said this about me, it would very quickly start to get to my head. You know, I'd, I sort of think, you know, how special I was that the God of the universe would reveal himself to me and want to bless me. But if you notice something interesting about the promise that God makes to Abram is that it's actually not, not intended to stay with Abram. The, the reason why God is blessing Abram is so that he can be a blessing to the world. That all nations on earth would be blessed through him. So I want to go back to the challenge that I was given in Jackson Square Mall. Because after about an hour that we had wandering through the mall and, and, and trying to wrestle with, you know, what does it mean to be a blessing? What is God saying to me in this moment? Who can I bless? What does that mean? All this stuff. We met back as a group. And we talked about our experience. And we found that we all, all the people in my group, had found different ways of being a blessing. And, and I think that the different ways that we found of being a blessing actually give us a little bit of an example of what we can do as being a blessing. I think there's a few different ways, categories, that we can be a blessing to the people around us. Some of us, sorry, here we go. Some of us use building words, okay? This means that we, we sat down with people and talked with them and heard about their lives and what's going on and then encouraged them or just sat there and listened to them because the very act of sitting with someone and hearing their story is a way of encouraging them and then asking if you can pray with them. These are all ways that we can use our words as a way of being a blessing to the people that are around us. Another way that, that some of us uh, were a blessing was through giving our time. You know, even sitting with somebody and listening to them talk about their, what's going on in their lives is a way that we can say, you are important to me at this moment. I care about you more than I care about the other things that I was doing. And that is a way that we can add, add strength to a person. They will feel valued. They'll feel more cared for. They'll feel more loved than they were before. And another way 
is through thoughtful or needed gifts. Like buying somebody a coffee or giving them a meal. These are ways that we can be a blessing to other people. But there's some problems with this. And to illustrate some, some of the issues that, that we ran into, I, want, I need, I need the vol- some volunteers. Okay, so I, need, I, I was thinking I, I could have four GEMS volunteers, and, and I want to grab maybe two counselors. So maybe Counselor Megan and Counselor Lindsay can come and join me. And then can I get uh, Mora and Izzy? Can you guys come on up and join me? here on this side. And then there's three cadets that I approached earlier. Can I get you to come join me up here? I have a very specific job for you. All right, so here I have six cups and one pitcher. And on each of these cups, I've written a different way that we could be a blessing to the people that are around us. So I'm going to hand these out. Asher, you get time, you get gifts, words, gifts, time, words, and the picture. Actually, I tightened it a lot, so let me... There. All right. So before I send you off, there's one of you that has a hole in the bottom of their cup. Who is that? Asher? You're a lucky man. You get to stand with that cup above the, the baptismal font, okay? <laughs> that way, there won't be any leaks that happen. All right. Because when we get sent out to be a blessing by God, we, we, have, we, ha- we are filled with things, right? But as we begin to, to give our time, to give words, to give uh, uh, gifts, we, we start to empty ourselves. And so I want you guys to spread out. You are all the people who are looking to be blessed. Spread out. You can, you can go a little bit further. Maybe go by the piano on the stage, whatever. Make, make Counselor Lindsay walk around a little bit. Uh, so, Counselor Lindsay, you're going to be trying to fill up different cups. But you have to—Asher is really in need. Okay, so, so just make sure that you get him, okay? And so you can go around and, try, and use the, the gifts that God has given you to, to bless other people. You can fill it up right at the top. Use that. Yeah, there you go. I'm starting to get a little emptier. How are you feeling? Lighter. Lighter. Okay. Uh, a little bit left for Asher. Uh oh. Uh oh. Asher, you're leaking. Thank you. You guys can, uh, actually, you can wait till your, your water kind of leaks out there. <laughs> the rest of you, I wonder if we can put all the, the water back into this. There, if you could pour it back in. 
So you were all blessed. How did that feel to have your cup being filled up? Was it a good feeling? Yeah, it's so nice to be. Asher, how are you feeling? Feel a little empty? Not much is in Asher's cup, that's for sure. So one of the things that, um, that, that we wrestle with is, as people who uh, want to be a blessing— thank you so much, you guys can sit down. One of the things that we wrestle with when we want to be, we want to be a blessing, when we want to use the time that God has, has given to us and, and the gifts of, of money and all the, the richness that God has given to us to be a blessing to others. But one of the things that we run into is there's a lot of need in this world, isn't there? Right? There's a lot of people who, who we could be pouring ourselves into. And it can be quite overwhelming. It can be really overwhelming to try to do this on our own. Imagine how Abram thought, okay, as he was, as God came to him and said to him, you know, all the people in the world will be blessed through you. That's a pretty overwhelming thought to think of that weight upon his shoulders, don't you think? There's a lot of people in the world. It can be quite overwhelming as we pour ourselves out and be a blessing to others. The other thing is that we can't possibly fill up the need in the world. Asher's cup gave us a perfect example of this. Is that we are people who often have holes in us. We are broken human beings. And no matter how much we try to pour into the people around us or, or get poured into ourselves, if we do this on our own, we'll, we'll end up leaking out, each one of us. Counselor Lindsay's picture ended up empty by the end of it, right? It took so much for her to bless you that she had nothing left. When we try to be a blessing, we quickly realize that we can't do it on our own. And we, we can't say enough. We can't buy enough. We can't do enough to solve the brokenness in us and in our world. But there's good news for us. Did you know that there's good news for us? Because if we look at the promise that God makes to Abram, he doesn't actually have to do it on his own. God makes him a promise. The the. the uh, the verse, verses that Sarah Jane read for us illustrate this. It says that six times God says, I will. I will bless you. I will make you into a great nation. You will be a blessing to the people of the world. This isn't a conditional thing. God isn't saying, I might, if I'm feeling up to it. No, he says he will. All Abram has to do is to obey and to follow him. And to leave his people and to trust that God is going to do what he says he will. And God does follow through. You know how we know this? Because he sent us Jesus. At the beginning of the book of Matthew, when, when the gospel writer Matthew is telling the story of Jesus, he begins by linking Jesus to Abraham. He says, this is the genealogy of Jesus. Genealogy is the, the family tree. This is where Jesus comes from. He's the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. This is where it all started. When God made this promise to Abram way back in the Old Testament. Jesus is the blessing to the nations. 
And Jesus is the one who fulfills this promise. We know that God is true to, be, to blessing us because he has given us Jesus, who took upon himself our brokenness. He was a cup that didn't have a hole, and he made himself have a hole for us. He emptied himself for us so that we could be blessed. We could be saved from our sin and our brokenness, and Jesus redeems our world. The theme verse that you've been looking at in Gems and Cadets this year, or at least Gems, says, I think it's Cadets too, right? Gems and Cadets this year, says this, God is able to bless you abundantly. And he's done this in, by sending us Jesus as a blessing to us. So that in all things, at all times, and having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. See, we are never asked to be a blessing on our own. God always goes with us. God always goes ahead of us. We see pictures of this today. Not only is it Gems and Cadets Sunday, it's also a 90th birthday of our church. We are celebrating 90 years of God's faithfulness to us. And there are pictures in the back. There are stories that people have of God being faithful to this church. Not only in having people in the pews and having a building, but the stories of transformation, of people experiencing the grace of God and his transforming mercy in their lives, rebuilding us, making us new people. These are the stories of 90 years of God's faithfulness. And guess what? It's not ending today. We also, we look back on 90 years, and we also look forward to when Christ is going to come back and make all things new. And we will be, be, God will be faithful to us until then. He will continue to bless us, he will continue to strengthen us, and he will continue to send us out into our city and our world to share this with other people, to be his partners. Thanks be to Christ. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for days like today where we can uh, celebrate your faithfulness, how richly you've blessed us. And God, there is no richer a blessing than, than Jesus Christ who came down from heaven, humbled himself, and died for us on the cross to redeem us and our world. Lord, we thank you for this, and we thank you for being a God who uh, continues to be faithful and to continue to bless us. Lord, we look forward to you coming again. May you come soon. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.